Hi guys, welcome to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and this is episode 131. Yes, they have let me do 131 of these podcasts. Could you, would you believe it? Mental. Anyway, I sat down with Neil and Rich of the podcast FestPod. Um, You can hear all about FestPod in this podcast. Basically, FestPod is a festival guide specifically for download as it kind of started out but as we talk about in the podcast it's kind of branched out into many other different ventures within the festival scene in the uk um and obviously a little bit touches a little bit our further afield as well um it's genuinely a fantastic chat um there is a, a couple of trigger warnings i need to throw out there before we start there is talk about poo around about 10 minutes into the uh into the podcast so enjoy that uh, apart from that, that's the only real kind of thing that someone might get turned off and be like, oh, God, they're talking about human poop. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's kind of that out of the way. Um, yeah, I want to do a massive shout out to uh, Neil and to Rich for coming on the podcast. And I'll do a shout out to their third and final host, Lee, who couldn't make the record, unfortunately. But obviously, we extend thanks to him as well for doing the podcast that we're kind of talking about. Um, too many words podcast in this sentence, so it's getting me a bit weirded out. Anyway, I am at Bloodstock. Uh, this is going out on the Monday. If you listen to this on Monday, I'm going to Bloodstock next week. No, rephrase that. This week. Very, very excited. So if you will see me at Bloodstock, come and say hi, high fives, beers, hangouts, all of that stuff. I'll also be at Arc Tangent the week after. Arc Tangent is going to be one of those weird, weird festivals where... For the first time ever, I'm working as press, so I'll be interviewing bands and things like that. So again, if you do see me, uh, words of encouragement and support would be greatly appreciated because I'm absolutely bricking it, but I'm going to have an amazing time. Both festival lineups are incredible. And also, I don't do this enough. I want to do a massive shout out to you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, the, the numbers, and the numbers aren't important to me at all, but the numbers for this podcast and these podcasts that I put out have been going absolutely mental the last few days uh, and the last sort of few weeks as well. So I want to do a massive thank you for you guys for sharing, for posting it, for telling a friend. And it really does mean the world, genuinely. Like, it helps the algorithm push it to more people and blah, 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 all that kind of boring stuff. But in terms of me personally, just sitting down and doing what I love, and that is talking to your favourite rock and metal bands and my favourite rock and metal bands and just asking the questions that some interviewers probably don't want to ask because they're kind of um, too much of a professional, (laughs) if you like, where I'm just like, no, I'm just going to ask it and I'm going to see what happens and just trying to take podcasting down that different road. Um, Thank you for putting your support in me. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for listening. Uh, This is episode 131 with Rich and Neil of the band, of the podcast, not band. There might be a band soon. Fest pod. Enjoy. Bye. Hi guys, welcome to the Nevermind Poly Podcast and welcome on in everybody. We chat to rock and metal bands from across the globe and around the world. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and this week we've got something a little bit different, a little bit of a different flavour. But in the same realm of what we normally do, we I'm absolutely over the moon, to be honest, to be speaking to FestPod. So I've got hosts Neil 
and Rich on the podcast. Unfortunately, Lee can't make it to the record today. But uh, how are you, gents? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much. Really well. Thanks for inviting us on. Yeah, uh, happy Saturday morning. Uh, thanks for having us. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely happy Saturday morning. I was just saying to, to Neil before we, we all sorted, um, I'm on my third coffee up today and it's not even 10 o'clock yet. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty impressive, to be fair. <laughs> we, yeah, we're thank gonna, God for uh, coffee. Yeah, uh, honestly, I could, it's really weird, right? So I make this joke every time because I'm about six months off being 30 and I'm clinging on to my 20s like you wouldn't believe. But I never liked coffee till about a year ago. And now I'm like low-key obsessed with coffee. And it's if I don't have it, I'm a very ratty individual. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I fully appreciate that. And I'm um, exactly 10, 10 years older than you, so I'm clinging on to my 30s. So imagine <laughs> how I feel. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully it, it gets... Um, yeah, because I think yeah, 20s is such a weird time. And it's, uh, I feel like I'm an I'm a pro- official an adult now. If that makes sense, yeah. so it's like I it's can't awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking shit. It's fucking shit. Um, <laughs> should we uh, should we talk about music and podcasting and stuff? Because you guys, we were just saying before we hit the record button. So those of you who don't know uh, who Festpod and stuff are, do you want to give everyone a, a quick rundown of what you guys do over on Festpod? Because essentially, you guys took what I did on YouTube and made it into a podcast. And I was like, I was just saying, why the fuck didn't I think of this? So yeah. <laughs> do you want to give us a quick rundown? Of what sure. Well, um, FestPod, the unofficial guide to download festival, is um, something that um, came out of lockdown, really, because I'd just come out of doing another podcast, um, which was um, aimed towards the LGBT community. And uh, I was also... Um, not doing not doing that anymore so um we thought well i i still want to do something i still what what else can i talk about what else can i make a program about and how can i fill my time during lockdown and so uh, lee and i had uh, and dave actually dave kingdon who doesn't uh, silent dave <laughs> uh, silent dave yes he, he lasted about eight or nine episodes and decided well i think we came out of lockdown and then he went yeah. back to work i think that's what happened um but we we wanted to do a podcast about uh, download so we did and I just came up with the idea of doing a, a, a festival guide um, because not it isn't something that, you know, there's always new people coming every year and they don't always know what to expect. And I think if I was going for the first time to download festival, I would have appreciated um, a guide to, <laughs> to lessen some of those shocks because it, it can be a bit jarring if, if, you know, some of those hills going up uh, around Donington Park, uh, you know, if somebody had warned me about those, that would have been nice. Um, yeah, so, it, it, yeah. you know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've, I've literally just done a, a podcast with um, my best friend, uh, Becca. So this is slightly confusing for those people who don't know. My other half is called Rebecca, and my best friend is called Becca, which gets very confusing. Um, but uh, we just sat down, and, and so my first download was 2016. And again, my viewers are going to be sick of me talking about it, <laughs> but I had the fucking worst time because the rain, the hills, and I basically packed for like a weekender in Ibiza. And despite my friend wow. sending me everything I needed, and I was like, "Nah, I didn't need any of that." What are you talking about? 
yeah, so to have Vestpod as a as a thing is just like I wish I had that back when I started. Um, so it, it's a really, really cool thing. And obviously, um, you've brought Rich into the frame as well, obviously, because mm. Lee is your co-host for, for the longest time. Uh, and now Rich has so become a trio, which is super awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, it came from Download this year, actually. Um, mm-hmm. We camped, Lee and I camped in the RIP together for mm-hmm. the first time. And um, we... Um, were invited to camp with the um, the, the boardies, uh, nice, the guys from amazing. yeah. <laughs> so we were extremely lucky, and we met Rich there. Um, and uh, Rich uh, has also got a background in in radio and, and podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I asked Rich, and 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 you you agreed, didn't you, Rich? Yeah, I was uh, more than happy. You know, uh, a couple of years out of the game, and it was an absolute pleasure to. Uh, to get back into it, it's uh, I, I kind of I kind of stepped away from it a little bit, not not through kind of a lack of desire or want to be involved in the uh, in broadcast game, but just because that's how life goes sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, I was more than happy to uh, to help Neil and Lee out, and it's an exciting time. Absolutely, and that's the thing. We we are recording this uh, like the sixth of August, and. We are prime time for um, festivals. Obviously, download Slam Dunk has already happened. But as we next week is Bloodstock, Arc Tangent, Reading Elites is still to come. And that's the thing. It is kind of like you you go for a podcast because of the hosts or the guests you have on. And you obviously Festpod is a purely, at the moment at least, and I don't know what you have guys have in the pipeline, but uh, the three of you and the personalities that come across with with you guys, you, yourself and Lee, Neil, is, is fantastic. And obviously Rich is going to add to that as well. So I think it's really cool. And going back to what you said about the fact that you didn't have uh, a guide, so to speak, of, of doing festivals, because it's not just that as well. It is talking about Arctangent, it is talking about oh. Bloodstock, and it's kind of like an all-inclusive guide to festivals. And if you're anything like me back, again, like I say, I'm 29 now, when, when I was sort of 15, 16, I was reading about Download Festival, especially in the pages of Kerrang, Metal Hammer and all these other things and going, I want to go to that, you know, yeah. and I finally did in 2016 and it was the most incredible experience. So I kind of what I'm in a roundabout way asking is what was your kind of first festivals that you guys went to and how did you find those experiences? Do you want to go first, Rich? Yeah, go for it, please. Oh, I was asking if you wanted to go. First. Oh, sorry. I, 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 that's because I'm just not. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll happily go first. So, actually, funnily enough, other, other than kind of like the smaller local festivals, uh, 2016 was actually my first download as well. Oh, amazing! Nice. Uh, and I can never forget the the experience of being sunburnt on the Wednesday and <laughs> drowned on the Friday, and uh, a box of wine saved my life at the festival that year. Uh, I think after. Uh, after after corn had played, we went back and and got changed, and I, I literally drank a box of wine because amazing. I was, otherwise, I was just ready to go home. I was done, <laughs> <laughs> and it just changed my outlook on the festival entirely. Um, but yeah, no, I, it was kind of I, I was always scared of camping, which is why mm-hmm. I'd left it kind of so long to to kind of go to download because I I just I hated the idea of, of camping. I hated the idea of of portaloos and. I'm just yeah. <laughs> so the the thing is, I I share your your passions and things of, of a scare being in Portaloo too. 
you know, this might be a little bit much for what is it, 10, 10 past 10 in, in the morning, but I went to Bloodstock last year and I have for the last four years. And for five days, I shit you not, gentlemen. I did not shit. <laughs> because oh my God. The, the genuine fear of walking in to see absolute carnage in a portal is just too much. Just like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And, and that's the thing. Um, I'm new. I'm normally designated driver that I take a couple of people in my car with me. And it was like, I would rather go off-site and go and find a properly, <laughs> which some people are like, that's mental. And it's like, but it's not because I can then do a beer run on the way high, on the way back. And it's a whole thing. And it's now become a running joke since uh, download 2016 when I made a little trip to Derby after everything got soaked. Um, and I walked back yeah. into the festival on that um, on that Saturday morning looking like, I don't even know, like I could play some like um, upbeat, 80s bangers as I walked in like yeah look at me you're all fucking sodding wet I'm like loving life and my friends literally have never let me forget it so yeah, <laughs> yeah we can all relate to the the toilet fear yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely well I I, uh, I was a I was quite lucky actually from the age of about uh, 18 or 19 I was a, an event steward so oh, I got okay, to amazing. go to yeah. So I've, I got to work at these places. Um, I've been to, to lots of different festivals, not just rock. Um, mm. Global Gathering was one that happened maybe ten, fifteen years ago, and I couldn't even tell you what that was. But um, Download, I first went to in twenty thirteen, working. And okay, amazing. Loved it. Just absolutely. It was. It's. It's a festival like no other because mm. the atmosphere. Well, it's 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 metalheads. I think it brings that atmosphere of friendliness, and um, the sort of I don't know. There's just a different atmosphere. It's it's just it's sort of intangible, but um, I just loved it, and so I became. I don't know why I left it actually, because I I went in 2013 working, but didn't actually go until 2016. See that's that's weird that we all went in 2016. There, there must, I mean, I, obviously that was a fantastic lineup, but there must have been something about 16 that just made obviously us three together obviously go and say this is the year that we're going to go and make that commitment. So that's kind of yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think for me it was now or never. Uh, if, okay. If if, mm. if I if I hadn't have kind of taken the plunge that 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 year, then I I probably never would have because the fear would have just consumed me even more. <laughs> but I, you know, I mean, we, I'm spo- spoiled now. Uh, as we all said, we we campaign our IP now. Uh, spoiled now with little flushable toilets and the like. But, but Bloodstock, I, I, you know, I've always found the toilets look there okay. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from last year. Last year was a hole in the ground. It was, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Uh, I just it remember really... my, my my friend my friend Laura who, who camped. Yeah. Uh, just, I just remember coming back from the from the portaloos in uh, Valhalla camp and just going. Yeah, I've just been to the toilet. I, I've done my business and I put the seat down like any good woman would, and she just found a big steaming curling turd oh. behind where she had been sitting for oh, ten minutes. Oh, bless her. And uh, yeah, rather than them, it wasn't me that laid laid the turd, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's such a funny thing because I, I had a, fr- a friend a while back say that um, you know all music festivals, especially Download and, and Bloodstock, especially, um, is like 
anarchy, but it's within the perimeters of control to, to the point of, you know, there are certain rules, obviously, otherwise it is just pandemonium, but for the most part, it can just be pandemonium. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand what, what kind of some people think that they go 365 days or whatever normally and then they get to download and it's just like i'm just going to do finger painting on the walls and it's like you wouldn't do that anywhere else <laughs> why would you do yeah, it people forget how to behave at a festival so, don't they, they, so weird. they <laughs> i mean it is the combination of alcohol and potentially drugs and yeah, and, and sure. being high on life and yeah being amongst you mates again and and you know you know you're going to see all your favorite bands and people just go a bit mental don't they absolutely absolutely so that i was going to ask you guys because i always think everyone's got like a different kind of interpretation of what the best festival experience they've had or the best thing they've seen at a festival so i'd like to know what you guys the best thing you've seen and the worst thing you've seen it could be a band it could be just an, as someone you've seen have an experience that isn't you um you can use a different code name so for example if i talk about myself and something has happened i don't want people to know it's me i'm like matt no no that, that's john john yeah it was john no john done this so if you need to use an alibi uh go ahead but uh, is there anything that sticks out for you guys oh god i've got so many stories that that <laughs> i uh, i don't know i can't i can't tell the one i want to tell but uh, <laughs> <laughs> because i'm embarrassed um for me and the other person anyway um so probably what what uh well what i'm gonna tell you is the one where we were all sitting around in in camp it's probably wednesday and mm. we were all absolutely shit-faced we've we've had so much to drink um and we're we're it's just carnage we're all giving each other piggybacks <laughs> and um uh you know it's when people are running around and uh it just made me laugh so much and i'm so pleased that i've got iphone footage of it is where my friend vince um is so pissed that he uh, runs into the side of the gazebo and knocks it clean over and he goes absolutely flying drink going everywhere and it's moments like that that you remember for decades um and 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 it's it's you know you, it's a moment you've all shared together and uh we'll take the piss of, uh, out of him for for forevermore um and you know it's 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 part of the whole atmosphere i think of of fun absolutely it's a there's a particular one that remind the sort of sticks out with me um, so 2017, the artist in question is, is you know, no longer relevant for obvious reasons, but we were watching Marilyn Manson play and we kind of all just sat there watching it as fine. And my friend Terry um, got so leathered across the day because he was like third from top, got so leathered throughout the day that she basically started having like heart palpitations. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's, she's fine. Like everything's good. But it was kind of like guys i'm like freaking out and we're like are you all right? what's going on are you right and she's just like no i think i'm genuinely having a heart attack oh my god <laughs> and looking back at it it's like we just sat there for like 10 minutes just not doing anything and our friends like pretty much dying and we're wow. just like but but marilyn manson's playing right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things which do you want this is something that sticks out for you that is uh, a particular memory I, I think it's it's kind of a sort of like more more of a happy memory than anything else. And it was yeah, uh, for it. Yeah. it was from 2019, and we were we were, we were in quiet camp, mm -hmm. and um, 
me and one of my mates, Chris, we were just, you know, we just we just couldn't be arsed getting up that morning. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd been up like seven drinking our cider or whatever outside the tent. But, you know, we weren't, we weren't, we didn't want to go anywhere. We didn't, we weren't rushing into the arena for anything. And everybody started filtering out and heading off. And me, Chris, and um, his, his wife now, and, and I think there was somebody else, just decided to sit around camp and just chill. You know, one of the best days. And we went through a bottle of Jaeger each. <laughs> and um, I then proceeded to pull my shorts up like a sumo wrestler's loincloth and stamp around barefoot in the mud, um, offering anybody who wanted a sumo wrestle. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, I, I then might have pissed in, in Chris's wellies just because it was fun <laughs> and... <laughs> Because it was closer than the <laughs> closer the walk to the urinals, uh, but no, we we look back at those happy times. You know, it was yeah. No, nobody would take me on for some reason. No, nobody wanted to wrestle me. I was... <laughs> they they were different times, different times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pre-COVID, <laughs> you could do more. Absolutely. Yeah, but in terms of, in terms of bands, I mean, I think that, uh, because I went to the pilot download pilot and it was mm. sleep to seen sleep token for the first time, and mm. I'd never heard anything like it, and I yeah. just thought, wow, this is incredible. I love this, um, and I don't think I appreciated at the time how much I was going to look back on that moment of seeing them, um, and you know, I, I wish I'd paid more attention at the time. Yeah. Um, sure. Because they're, 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 I, I love them now. I'm a big fan. So I've got a, I've got a funny story uh, real quick about about seeing a band who you now love, but at the time was just severely not really that bothered or phased by. Um, so Ghost is the band in question. They headlined Bloodstock Festival in 2017. And I am now a Ghost full obsessive. I think they are the best thing to come out of metal and wow. slash slash pop slash abba slash whatever they kind of do spooky core as they call it or whatever but um <laughs> so they obviously i don't know how well ofe you are with the band but they've obviously got the song square hammer and they played it first and it was like well that's the hit i wanted to hear so i just left and we me and my friend becca went back to we were staying in a hotel we were like oh well, should we get an early night we'll get an early night get a pizza watch telly in bed well it could be fine and uh, so that's what we did. And then literally about six months later, um, they dropped the the album that then put that was on. And it was like, oh, I've made a massive error. Like I've made a fully, I mean, I've oh. seen them a couple of times since, but I've made like a complete error of judgment. Uh, and now looking back and I'm like, oh, you're such a, such a tit. Like, why, did you do, <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh but, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's I, yeah. There's been a couple of bands this year who I've have had. I do you know. I didn't have to walk away, but I did walk away halfway through their set to go and watch somebody else. And thought afterwards, oh, I should have stayed. I should have stayed yeah. and watched the rest of it. <laughs> Love that. I think podcasting is is the is the means and the vehicle to do so many cool things. You know, like I've done the whole, and I know that Neil, you've sort of uh, touched on YouTube and things like that in the past, but. I done that for the longest time and it was like the amount of effort that goes into it is astounding. But then I watched some creators that I love that, you know, have like a hundred thousand subscribers, which is nothing to be sniffed at or anything like that. But the amount of effort and hours that go into that and they get the bare minimum. And I'm like, 
I can't do that. I've not got enough time in the day to reply to my emails. I need to reply to yeah. podcasting. So it's kind yeah. of one of those things. Um, so what is kind of the plan for uh, FestPod moving forward? Obviously, you're going as a, as a trio now. What are the, Is it just more of the same, or are you kind of looking to switch things up? What is the kind of plan overall? If you have a well, plan, that is. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say, actually. Yes, there is, there is, there is a plan. Um, I mean, and- the only reason I say it is because I don't have a plan. <laughs> I don't? <laughs> not, not generally. <laughs> well, you seem to be doing all right. You, you get invited to press things, and you go yeah. in as guests to Bloodstock. So I think you're doing all right. You must be, just keep on what you're doing. Um, but <laughs> as far as we're concerned, um, we're getting into video because more and more i mean i'm on youtube all the time i mm. use youtube for, for tv really i don't really watch mm. broadcast telly anymore um and you see so many podcasts on youtube yeah. um and i'm just thinking well well we ought to do it then really so um we are we're on there at the moment just mm. the audio with mm-hmm. uh, little annotations to say this is what we're talking in case we're talking about in case you've moved your head um but um we filmed our first full episode of Festpod last night amazing oh (laughs) nice congratulating welcome to the uh welcome to the internet world as well that's amazing Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and um it it's a lot more stressful than just doing audio i have to say um i'm an audio guy i spent a lot of years in radio and Mm. uh doing the that extra um aspects of filming it all and being the only person in charge of making sure that the filming on your end goes right mm-hmm. is quite stressful actually um i've had to buy a load of equipment and oh god but i mean it's gone well um mm-hmm. i need to do the edit today and it'll be out fairly soon um in terms of content i think the i, I quite like the format you know we have uh, we have festival news to begin with not just download news because there isn't always download news because it's mm. once a year um and then we have a guide on particular aspects of the festival so whether it's rip or mm. food or travel there's all, all you know different particular guides um, and then at the end, we like to ask the listeners a question and have a bit of fun uh, replying to their answers. Um, but um, we are looking to expand the voices on Festpod. We are looking to get a couple of extra people on as well. Um, so that's, that's um, in fact, next, the episode coming after the, after the next one. Uh, we should yeah. hopefully have more voices on. Um, as well as Lee, hopefully back as well. Fingers crossed. Absolutely, he's, he's an integral part of the team, to say the least. He's a. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the the podcasts you guys done from download. It made me absolutely chuckle at work. <laughs> like, I had it on at work, and people were like, "The fuck are you listening to?" I was like, "Shut up! I've got a podcast on. Be quiet. I'm I'm, I'm doing what I need to do." Like, but uh, it's really really cool, and that's the thing as well. Like I say, you guys have just in terms of the niche got it nailed down and i mean it's that's the thing i was speaking to a friend uh, my friend ben shout out ben does absolute bedlam podcast podcasting is such a thing where like you don't there's we're not in direct competition with anybody there's space for everybody to be yeah. here and like if you build someone else up and either you build them up everybody wins because ultimately as the consumer because that's the thing i do this podcast but i love podcasting i love listening to them i love making them so like yeah. 
I just get fed more things from the algorithm and I'm like, give me more content. And like, <laughs> so yeah. to the point where my podcast list is as long as your arm. And like, I'm like, well, I've got to listen to this one. I've got to listen to that one. Oh, he's uploaded another one. She's uploaded another one. And it, it's just a whole thing. So mm. it's really cool. It is really cool. Yeah. So, and I th- go on. I'm just going to say, go I, with, yeah. with podcasting, it is, it's kind of democratized the whole thing because anyone can do it. Yeah, absolutely. With just a phone, you can be a podcaster. And yeah. so if you've got something to say, you know, you can use a, a free service like Anchor mm-hmm. or something like that and just make a podcast, which I know people do. And, yeah. you know, you, it's, they're all of varying quality. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, the, the message that comes through is, is unique from each person. So I, that's, that's why I love podcasting, because we, without local radio to work in anymore um yeah. podcasting is it absolutely and, and as well uh obviously the we spoke about like broadcasting briefly and stuff like that it's kind of like in my opinion at least television apart from you know the obvious sort of netflix amazon prime is kind of dead in the water at this point because apart from you know your grandparents your parents whatever i don't know many people who actually watch television in that yeah. respect so like the content you consume is online is on even you know the amount of things i watch on tiktok which is you know it's an ungodly amount of time <laughs> flicking through and uh it's kind of like again it's just the algorithm feeding you things yeah. uh, and, and keeping you going in that respect i do want to ask you guys and again this i'm putting this out over the time that i'm at uh, bloodstock so this will come out sort of next week may have already happened so it may be completely irrelevant so if it is we're just going to do it hypothetically anyway i'd like to know who you guys are predicting for download 2023 because i have a kind of a loose-ish theory on this because it's 20 years of download and it's going to be four days which is exciting as hell but also mm. terrifying for people like myself who generally can't aren't built for doing festivals, <laughs> both <laughs> like physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever. Um, but who do you think is kind of your going to be your picks who might be at the top spot? And I appreciate if I've kind of touched on a podcast you've already recorded, we'll fuck this bit off. Like, but <laughs> no, no, I, no. There's, I think there's room for for both of us to talk about it. I think because it's everybody's talking about it, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. So, do you guys have any sort of prediction thoughts? What what you what you thinking? Well, funny you should ask this actually, because we were talking about this in our episode that we recorded yesterday. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I thought you might have been. That's why I was kind of a little bit like, if it's a thing, we'll we'll sack it off. It's not a problem. Like, <laughs> no, but yeah. No, I mean- because because we asked this question on our on our podcast and got people mm-hmm. to reply and we've got a lot of replies that were basically the same bands over and over again mm-hmm. um and it tends to be metallica yeah. um acdc um you know these these heritage bands um mm-hmm. system of a down maybe slip not maybe um but it is these these big sort of a list older bands the headliners because of course they sell tickets and yeah. so they they are that's why they're headline bands and so they are they're going to fill the place out um whether i agree with whether they should be mm-hmm. the headliners is another question but that's i would probably agree with the majority of of who people have predicted it's it's going to yeah. be those big older sort of my chemical romance uh 
Slipknot. When we, we even mentioned Ramstein, didn't we, yesterday, Rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, doing it at Festival Math, Ramstein are possibly going to be on the festival circuit again next year. Um, but also, I think, uh, you know, with uh, Def Leppard and Motley Crue bringing that yeah. show over to Europe next year, there's a possibility of, of, a, of a co-headline slot on one of the nights, potentially. Um, again, I, I might not particularly agree with all of the, the bands that are getting listed, and that might not be my dream festival lineup. But do you know what? There's so much out there, and if it's going to be special for this for this big four day download, then do you know what? It's going to be good, whatever happens. And, and, and it's it's that old cliche of it's it's not about the headliners, but at the end of the yeah, day, they're, 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 they're the marquees, the, the marquee names are the ones that sell the day tickets. Absolutely. And I kind of, again, not from a from a sort of a personal perspective so much, but there is obviously people are talking about the potential of Metallica doing a dual headliner. How would you kind of feel about that? As again, sort of you can put your personal opinion on Metallica and things like that in if you like, but just from a from a download perspective, because I'd be I mean, horrified. I'm, I'd be horrified. Would you okay, for sure. Okay. But well, I don't think I'd be too pleased. I think you want more. if you're going to have four days of music, you want four headliners, don't you? I don't care if it's Metallica. Fair, fair. I think I think like <laughs> I've floated this out to a few friends, and they're kind of like it's just because you love new metal. But I would love, 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 love a new metal day. Um, so they they so the corn uh, and limp biscuit dual headliner. Uh, that happened a few years ago at Wembley and various other places, I think is probably one of the fucking most stellar things to ever happen in rock music. Um, and that's the thing. I look at bands like Korn. I look at bands like Alter Bridge, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Parkway Drive. These bands that are like, at this point of being, I mean, Bring Me the Horizon is the exception to the rule because they have headlined um, or will be headlining Ready and Leeds. But it's like, how do they break that glass ceiling? Because what is the difference? And I know the difference is, that Slipknot, Def Leppard, um, you know, Metallica, ACDC, all of these older bands were around when the music industry was very much different to what it is now. But it's kind of like, what? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult thing, you know. I mean, I mean, like Parkway Driver, there, they 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 need that sugar pulling, and they 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 could easily headline any yeah. of the days next year for me. Um, Absolutely, I, I think they did phenomenally at Bloodstock a couple of years they, ago. Uh, it wasn't a popular booking with the Bloodstock diehards, I don't think. But I, they were absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. That's the thing. I think I think Bloodstock has kind of got it figured out in that respect as well, because they know that it's not going to be it's not going to be as popular with some people booking Parkway Drive. But at the same time, all these festivals are like a business, and they need to sustain, obviously, with COVID and everything else. But also, they need to grow and be bigger and, and better. And you know, the the money that's spent through us going and tickets and everything else should, in theory, be then reinvested for us to have the best time next year. Yeah. So it, it kind of like I think, like I say, them booking Bloodstock, booking Parkway Drive was such a good thing because a Parkway Drive, whether you like the music or not, put on a hell of a stage show, uh, and are just like you know at the top of their game, so to speak. But also, it's kind of like, well, it's a new band. It's another fresh face to add to the lineup. And, you know, for me, they, they headlined Vakken. And, you know, that is considered, in Europe at least, the metal mecca. So if they can do it there, they could do down at 100%. But, um, yeah. It, I'd be quite happy if they, if they booked some, some different bands to the, mm-hmm. the, the usual sort of 
uh, run of bands for headliners. I mean, I, I would be quite happy to... I mean, it'd be weird, but I'd love mm. to see The Prodigy come back. I was so glad you said that, because I was thinking of The Prodigy, because and I don't want to do it on the back of, obviously, Keith passing away, because that's not the point, because The Prodigy have always been fucking great. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't go to the year they, they played down it, but by all accounts, it was an absolute riot. So, <laughs> did, you not see the, um, did you see the highlights on, on Sky Arts? Um, I saw the highlights, yeah, and it looked yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, did. it really did. And I was so pissed off when I saw it because I thought, oh my God, why didn't I go that year? I, I missed out. And that's the thing. I think metal fans, rock fans, whatever you'd class yourselves as, it's kind of like, if there's enough of a pull and a punch and a release in the music, you could pretty much be into anything, you know? Yeah. So like like dance music, things like that. If, if the bass hits hard enough, it's no different from a rock band in that respect. That's why Prodigy cross over so well. And, and Pendulum and, you know, obviously uh, Diane Wood played 2018, was it 2018, 2018? I can't remember which year it was now. But, and again, they went down okay i guess i don't know like <laughs> i watched it and i was very confused but yeah it was fine like do you know what i mean so it, it is i just wish they put a little bit of new blood into it and yeah uh, because eventually slipknot you know all these other bands obviously sab have, have gone and all these other things people will you know fall off the roster so to speak and, and there won't be anyone to fill the gap so well you've yeah. got kiss who played this year who said it was their their final tour yeah their last shows i mean who knows whether it will be but that's what they were telling everybody and you know i've never seen kiss before and mm -hmm. i saw them for a few minutes this year uh, <laughs> but um i'll never potentially get to see them ever again so I, but i wanted to go and i i have hesitate to use the phrase pay my respects but i wanted mm -hmm. to go and um uh, tick a box and just say yes i have seen kiss they're a legendary band whether i listen to them at home or not um, yeah. i just wanted to say I'd, i've been to see one a kiss show you know and i think it's nice to tick those boxes like i've seen iron maiden more times than i care to remember even though i'm not particularly <laughs> a fan um I, you know i've seen uh, guns and roses from the top of the ferris wheel even though yeah. i'm not particularly a fan um and you know it's nice to to be to be present during moments like that because it's again it, you're building memories you, you, you it's it's part of your metal history which i think it's important because because we all we're all here for one reason and that's just because we love this music absolutely absolutely so that kind of it leads me nicely to, to the question of obviously your tastes included who would you have as your as your top three for next or top four for next year and <laughs> wow. by the way i'm not talking logic in terms of money or anything money is no object who are you having your four top four? Oh wow what, what are you going for rich that's a really tough one <laughs> it um... is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well for, for me um number one is royal blood i'm a massive royal blood fan yes um, oh yes and they they can do no wrong for me um foo fighters um, I would yeah. love to see them. Um, I, I'm just such a fan. I mean, you know, since the Nirvana days, uh, I think yeah. I just think Dave Grohl's a legend. Uh, Green Day, I'd like to see as well. I've never seen them. Would love to see them. Um, and 
just for the sake of um, a bit of old school Ozzy Osbourne. Um, I know that you can't sing anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, but it is the greatest heavy metal karaoke you're ever going to go to. <laughs> exactly. You know, you don't have to listen to him sing. You can just sing along. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, they're my picks, I think. How about you, Rich? I love that, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, think, I think for me, I'd... I'd, uh, I'd uh, Parkway Drive. Nice, yeah, straight up. Um, Slipknot, just because it's Corey Taylor and there's no way on God's green earth that he won't be involved mm-hmm. somehow in download next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would actually like to see, and this is unpopular, um, I mean, I, I was going to have a joke and I, I was just going to say Biffy fucking Clyro four times, but <laughs> but I'd, I'd be happy with that because I actually really like Biffy. Right? Um, you know I, what? I, I, I am the biggest Biffy defender, and I will I will bat for Biffy every time. Yes, yes, They're such gonna get, a good band. We're going to get on that. We'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> you know, they've worked hard. They deserve to be up there, and that that's what it's about. Uh, my fourth one, I think, I'm going to have to go for um, the Def Leppard Motley Crew co-headliner. There's there's I've 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 never seen Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I do actually like Def Leppard, uh, much to the hatred of a lot of my friends. Um, and, I, and I've always wanted to see Crew, and I know it's all about what Vince Neil turns up on the day as, as to whether it's <laughs> going to be good or shite. Um, but again, it's it's it's, it's a ticket a box for me that one. It's I, I'm a I'm a Motley Crew fan, uh, mm. and I've never seen him, so it, it'd be it, it would be ticking that box for me. So I I'd be happy with. It. I know a lot of people wouldn't be happy, but I think you've got the uh, a mix of new headliners mm. and something solid, and not a Metallica in sight. The thing about some of these these headliners that we're mentioning is that they you wouldn't normally be able to see them on their own. I mean, for example, if you're going to buy Metallica tickets, you're talking about a lot of money, a lot of money. I think and the, I, the, when I went, it was like £110. So it's, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and, and, and that's not even necessarily for a good seat or position to see them. Um, I mean, I saw tickets for Metallica like £500. For, yeah. And and you know if unless you've got loads of money, good for you. You're not going to be able to afford to see them, and so a lot of chances to see these big A-list heritage bands is at download. So yeah. you know, fingers crossed, you get to see your favourites, um, because otherwise you'll never get to see them. I mean, I would never have bought tickets to see Kiss. Um, you know, I would I just you know I wouldn't have bought him anyway. But it's not the point. You know, yeah. I'm just saying because it's, it's if you were into them, you wouldn't necessarily have ever been able to see them. Absolutely. And so I've got a, a rough pick off the top of my head, and there's one particular person that's really left field, but I'm, I'm obsessed, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so for the Friday, I would go at Slipknot because they're on a new album cycle. They will be gearing up for it at least anyway. Um, they're always a really reliable headliner. Um, you know, I challenge anyone to not be in that crowd when they play Duality or if they play uh, Spit It Out or anything like that. It's just carnage, great fun. Um, I'm going to back uh, Prodigy, same as Neil, because Prodigy are fucking great and I've never seen yes. them live. And I'm gutted I've never seen them, obviously, with Keith, but, you know, I would love to go yeah. and see them. Um, my Saturday is <laughs> slightly controversial, potentially, but... I am a huge Billie Eilish fan, and I think really, 
yeah genuinely i so i've been lucky enough to go to gigs since i was 14 and i saw her this year and she was hands down one of the top tier people i've seen like top three um it was wow. incredible and the fact that it's her her brother and a drummer the the crowd i've never seen a crowd that ravenous for something in my entire life it was pandemonium to the point where they played a snippet of the song over the pa or one of her songs and the whole room was singing it like <laughs> literally like, like like she was singing it was mental um so and i think she's got like a really cool kind of darker energy and yeah i think that'd be great i mean download would hate it but like <laughs> I well, imagine I don't know, people... you know there's room for, there's room for other genres mm. yeah. i mean you know, at the pilot last year, during the silent disco, they weren't playing heavy metal. <laughs> they were playing pop music and, and, you know, and everyone was enjoying it. And it, I, don't, I, I don't think it has to just be that. I think there's, there's room for, for... Because metalheads don't just like metal, necessarily. And I can attest to that when I saw Viator's Murder play 2018 and just before they started, they played Venga Boys, We Like to Party. And the, <laughs> whole, the whole place was going mad for it. And also he, yeah. made, some, he made some very unsavory comments about the Queen and uh, it's very funny, very funny. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're repeating them on this podcast. Um, and my, my final sort of last pick, I guess, was I want to say selfishly Metallica because I love them, but I'm going to say... Guns and Roses, only because, and again, it's not going to happen next year, but only because there was something really good about seeing Guns and Roses um, with Axel Rose. Like, do you know where you are? You're a Downington baby. And I was like, yeah, that's what I needed. That is what I needed. Wow. <laughs> so did you good. watch the entire set? I didn't. I So I snuck off and watched some of that as murder. And the oh, they murder. were great. I was there as well. So that is murder. I've had CJ on this podcast and he's a fucking hilarious man, to say the least. Um, and he literally just went, can you tell those cunts on the main stage to turn it down a notch? We're trying to play some metal in here. <laughs> it was just so funny. It was just so dry. Because he's Australian as well. He can't help being dry wit and funny like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, yeah was, we, we really enjoyed them. Excellent band. It was really, really good fun. Um, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I don't want to take too much of your time on this Saturday morning because we've all got things to do and busy people and whatnot. But I'm going to ask my final two questions to you both. Uh, and they're questions I ask every guest. So firstly, I'm going to give you the first one so you can kind of prepare and then I'll ask, I'll ask it again in a second. But I want to know on your current, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Music, if you're on Deezer, whatever it may be, what are you currently spinning at the moment? What are some recommendations to the listeners to go and check out? It can be the, it can be a really new band or it can be an old band you've just rediscovered that you love. And then whilst you're sort of doing that and thinking about that, I'm going to ask you guys, what is the best thing about being a podcaster and also a rock fan? Oh, okay. The best thing about being a podcaster is, um, well, I'm coming at this from a perspective of, working in local radio where mm -hmm. you, you can't say everything you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's nice to have that freedom. And um, I think having a niche is better than working mm -hmm. in local radio because you, you want, you've got to cater to 
a very broad audience. But when you've got a niche like this and you're a metal fan, you can talk about the things that matter just to you. Um, and if you gather a little following because of that, then great. Um, yeah. it, it does make a difference to know. Oh, it's, it's nice to have a conversation, to be honest, mm-hmm. about the things you want to talk about. Um, you know, it's it's nice to talk about bands because you, there isn't a lot of... See, I, I listen to a bit of heavy metal radio and it's not... Mm-hmm. I would that. not fit there at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is nice. Well, I've always been an audio guy. I'm a radio geek. Um, I used to make, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. I used to make um, um, uh, little programs with me and my friends on a, a cheap cassette recorder when I was a little boy in the 80s. used to take it to school and record my teachers. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? That literally shines through. Um, because on the podcast, I mean, this is a polished turd. You are far from a polished turd on your podcast. <laughs> and it, is, it is like a sense of it does feel like a proper, you know, again, like a production, so to speak. Yeah. You have a beginning, a middle, an end, a structure, and it flows. And well, this is kind of a bit more of a just fuck it and see what happens kind of job. But again, like I say, yours is you could tell that you've had experience of doing it when you were younger and obviously moving forward. So that's really cool. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it, I do like to put the effort in. Into, I'm not, mm. you know, it, it, it's, I think, more of a, a, a professional pride <laughs> because. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, having, having done it all this time, um, mm. the download v- uh, episodes that we recorded were a bit more loose, not going to lie, because <laughs> we're all drunk and, and enjoying ourselves. But yeah, it's, it's nice to, um, to, to make, to put the effort in. Um, so um, you were asking as well about the what I'm listening to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, I, I do sound like a broken record. No, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm going to mention Sleep Token again because that is literally what I've just been listening to. I can listen to This Place Will Become Your Tomb, their latest album. Um, for I can just have it on repeat constantly. Um, I just love what they've done i love the piano that's in there i love i love the, the the videos that they've been putting out just lately of um two mm. um he's called two that's his name because yeah. we don't know who any of them are um just drumming and there's no vocals to it just a, just a fantastic band uh, also um i've been listening to um a, a royal blood track which isn't on any albums um which is called honey brains it's the latest single release Ooh. And nice. I wonder, yeah, well, I wonder, it's, where, where's it going to go? They're, they're touring with it. They're, it's on their set list at the moment. But where, um, I just want to hear the new album. Just give us a new album, boy. <laughs> I want to hear where it sits amongst the, the new album. Um, I, I get so excited about Royal Blood. They're just, I just think they're top notch. I really yeah. do. If you haven't seen them, you've got to go and see them. They're so much fun. I, so I've seen Royal Blood twice. I've seen them headline uh, on the first record. And just before the first record, they were supporting uh, Foo Fighters with... Uh, oh, yes. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, but that was a great gig. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the same It was the same night that Foo Fighters brought out uh, Roger Taylor and John Paul Jones to do Under Pressure. Like... No way. Forget about it. It was, just, it was um, Milton Keynes Bowl. It was just one of those things where it was like, well, this is a totally life-affirming moment of being a rock yeah. fan. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, you lucky man. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. 
I phoned my dad and was like, yeah, you've seen Pink Floyd Nirvana, but I'm, yeah, I'm waiting this. What, what the hell? Like, <laughs> Oh my God. See, that's nice, isn't it? How to have stories like that to be able to tell people. I mean, yeah, I, it, to be able to tell people that you've seen Nirvana, I mean, your yeah. dad must be live, dining on that every day. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Awesome stuff. How about you, Rich? What, what, is, what is the best thing about being a, a new podcaster? And um, who are you listening to? And being a rock fan in general? Uh, I think um, just getting back into the game. I think it's, mm. uh, I, I was very similar to Neil. I, I, I started off doing the same thing, making radio shows on, on, a, on a cassette recorder, interviewing my brother every weekend, uh, annoying him because he hated it. Um, <laughs> but that's what younger brothers are for, right? Um, Absolutely. And just kind of then, you know, I, I was involved uh, with sports broadcast journalism and um, did uh, journalism and radio production at uh, university and got involved more on in the musical side of it as well as staying in touch with the, the sports side. And it, it's difficult when you're... When you when you're working for an organisation, um, mm-hmm. to have an opinion sometimes, I think uh, I, I kind of shone through from what Neil said uh, as well. As well. Um, but yeah, it's just been able to actually have a genuine opinion and, and not be not be afraid to kind of give it and actually have meaningful discussion with like-minded people. I think is 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 what this is about. And if for me, if one person listens to it and gets something out of it or enjoys it or interact with us because disagree, then that's all that matters to me. Um, it's I love being behind a microphone. I'm yeah. I'm actually quite a shy guy um, in real life, but you put me behind a microphone and put the faded up, and I'm, I'm a different person. Um, no, I mean, Neil might disagree, because I'm, I'm known to have a bottle of Sambuca on hand at most times to pour it on people's throats, <laughs> but... You but that's how we know. met, isn't it? <laughs> that's exactly, exactly how we met. You know who I'm going to come find at Bloodstock, then, if that's the case. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's always Sambuca and the egg in either pocket. There we go. Oh, fantastic <laughs> stuff. Love that. Um, <laughs> uh, but in terms of what I'm listening to, I see, see my, I've, I have very eclectic tastes. And I, you mm. know, I, I was brought up on, on uh, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, um, Guns N' Roses, Mott the Hoople, um, David Bowie, Bad Company, you know, these, these kind of bands and then kind of migrates into bands like Taiketo and and uh, and then started on with bands like uh, Crew and things like that. And mm-hmm. band I'm listening to at the moment, uh, and they are playing Bloodstock, uh, they're playing the new Blood stage on Friday, is a, uh, it's a, it's a band called Hellfected. And then, oh my! Uh, oh my God! Sorry, just to interject really quickly. Hell affected. My friend Danny's boyfriend plays in that band. Sorry, just wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I, I don't feel bad now because, like, yeah. my, my 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 friend Becky is the guitarist. Well, there we go. So, there we go. Lovely. Wow. Stuff. Okay, that's really cool. Awesome. But I, <laughs> so but I, I am genuinely that. That's literally what is on my Spotify at the moment. Genuinely. So, so I guess we'll be seeing them together at Blossom. <laughs> oh, I'll be on I'll be on the barrier. Yeah, you better be yeah. down there. Amazing, love that. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Sorry, that's just a little bit of a surprise. You said that. That's awesome. How did that um, happen? What coincidence, though? Literally, it's uh. So I'm <laughs> not not to get too weird and spiritual and all this kind of stuff, but I'm a big believer in six degrees of separation. So the the basic logic is that you are six six people away from anybody in the entire world. 
And I think this podcast has proved that. And also yeah. the fact that I, you know, it's just who you know. And it's simple. People say, oh, how did you get X band or next person? It's like, it's just who you know. And it's a case of, I know this person who knows this person who knows that person. And it just, it goes from there. So, yeah. um, yeah, so it's, it's super cool. Gentlemen, it's been a, it's been a fucking pleasure. Like it's genuinely been a pleasure for me to do this podcast. And I hope it has been for you guys as well. Yeah. And enjoyed um, it. please really send cool. my regards to uh to Lee as well and say he's more yeah. than welcome to come on and we'll do it as a four-way and be even more chaotic as a four-way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'd love um, to, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um hopefully uh you guys enjoy obviously Rich's going are you going to Bloodstock Neil? I am not. I am still okay. skinned from this year's download. <laughs> I can't believe how skinned I am. It is shocking. Uh, you know, you don't think you're spending that much money at a festival until you get home and look at your bank balance and think, oh shit, how am I going to survive the next year? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know how I'm going to... I mean, like I say, I, I've not paid for a ticket for Bloodstock or Arctandra or anything like that, but it's not just that. It's the, you know, it's getting to Derby from Norwich. It's then getting to Bristol. It's a, it's a whole yeah. thing. But um, it's, it's very exactly. much... First world problems, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> but you do what you got to do to go to these festivals because festivals are life. There is no better way to end it. Festivals are life. Gentlemen, we're going to do the fake goodbye real quick and then I'll chat to you after. But um, thank you for coming on. I want you to, I'm going to leave you this podcast to open to you guys to, to fill the floor, to sell FestPod. If it hasn't already been sold over the last hour to, to my listeners, FestPod, go and check it out on all available platforms, now on YouTube as well. Go and do that. Is there anything you want to say to the people, guys? Yeah, um, if you are a current listener to FestPod, thank you very much for your support. We really, really appreciate it because it means a lot to us. Um, and if you haven't checked us out yet, we would welcome you uh, along to join in with our uh, talk about download. Uh, give us your opinion as well. We would love to hear from you. We just, we just love the festival. We love the music. Uh, I have to say that's not 100% true all of the time. We do have things to say about it. Um, but we, we would love to have you in on the conversation. So come and join us at FestPod. There we go. Beautiful stuff. Right, gentlemen, I'm going to do the, the the fake goodbye. So we will see you guys next time, which will be sometime in the future. Again, my podcasting schedule is way out the window at the moment. But if you're attending Bloodstock, um, I'm there. I'm in the field now, probably watching some metal bands. So come say hi. Beers, hugs, <laughs> high fives, all of that. If you're going to Arc Tangent the week after, again, beers, hugs, high fives, all of that stuff, come and find me. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. I don't have Twitter because fuck Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Facebook <laughs> wow. is full of, old, full of old people. Not worried about that. Um, I'm ruining this intro. We'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah.